This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I'm Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. And the fat community has really come to prominence this week. Yes. It's a big week for us. It really is. The phenomenon of the Popeye's chicken sandwich has spread across the country, especially in our area here. Popeye's have been just completely filled with people wanting to try this sandwich. So that's one thing. We did yesterday. Yes. And we are going to get into that. We are in it for the long haul on this podcast, and we know what our audience wants, and we will make the sacrifice of eating two chicken sandwiches each at 10.15 in the morning because we know they're high in demand. Mm -hmm. So we sent Ray Diaz out. He volunteered, actually. We were going to send Shane and he was being a diva about it as usual. Right. Um, So so Ray went out and grabbed his sandwiches. He did initially call dibs. Yeah, he did. Well, you get nothing unlike it. Yeah. That's what I say. I'm going to apologize for my voice ahead of time. I've been under the weather, as they say. I missed work Thursday and Friday, and I'm back with today is Wednesday. Yeah. My voice is still not recovered, but I'm working on it. So I apologize ahead of time. So outside of the Popeye's chicken sandwich, yeah. we had a request from last week. Hey, Mitch. Good luck, guys. I can't wait to listen. Thanks, Thank Mitch. you. And thanks for the sandwich. Oh, hey, thanks for sponsoring the sandwich. Ding dong, or are you happy to see me? It's, uh, yes. It's actually yes. It's one of the cupcakes that Lawrence Holmes got a ton of Hostess stuff. You want the other cupcake? No, it's... I'm trying to quit. Oh, okay. It's quitter. just one, so it's healthy. Right. All right. What a quitter. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. I mean, some people get lost along the way. Nah, he's still. He'll find his he's way He's still back. with us. Yeah. But we're off to a rip-roaring start for us. <laughs> Mitch comes and Mitch normally waits till about like the halfway mark to pop in no, the podcast. Too busy today. New too studios bu- cannot waste time yeah. interrupting the podcast, which we appreciate. Usually it comes on the heels of him supplying food. And while technically he didn't pay for the sandwiches yesterday, he reimbursed me today. Which is yeah, which so is it's fair. The same idea. So yes. he's of course welcome to barge in anytime he wants, as Absolutely. long as food is being supplied by him. Also true. So, yeah, the new studio here at uh, in the 670 Score Studios area where we are, where we record every week. So, I'll, okay, so Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. Yes. That's going to be a big part of today's, sh- uh, today's podcast. Also, we got the question last week, and we felt like we didn't have a proper amount of time to do it. So we're going to do it as a main topic. Top five cereals. Yeah. This is, I like this one. And the question I asked you ahead of this was, do we need to just, for the sake of the non-fats, the normies that listen, do we need to have a healthy cereal on our list? We decided no, 
But I think just for the sake of it, we'll mention a tolerable healthy cereal yeah. that maybe if you're in the mood, you might want to try. Sure. All right. If you're trying to make that one sacrifice to go to your significant other or family member or whoever to be like, see, I'm doing something healthy. Yeah. I had fiber, fiber chunks. Yeah. Cereal for breakfast. <laughs> fiber chunks. The most disgusting sounding cereal well, ever. It was the uh, SNL had the colon blow yep. cereal with uh, Phil Hartman on the mountain of cereal bowls. Oh, God. That's such a great. Uh, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. Colon blow. That's that's the essence yeah, right there. That's a classic. All right. And then we do have ask a fat questions. So I got th- there's a couple really good. Yeah, ones Yeah, we got here. some good ones. OK. Can't wait on the lead anymore. All over social media. The Popeye's chicken sandwich has gotten rave reviews to the point where we were like, okay, we can't, there's no reason to avoid it anyway, but we need to try this now. So yesterday, as you mentioned, around quarter after 10 in the morning, we each had two Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Well, we wanted to make sure that we weren't getting a false sample. Right. Quality control. Right. We got to do the smart and the responsible thing is podcast hosts. Yeah. So to lay out exactly what goes on with this sandwich Now, if you get the non-spicy variety and you get everything that's on it, it comes with pickles and regular mayo. If you get the spicy variety, you get pickles and a spicy mayo. Now, it's a long established on this podcast that neither of us like mayo in any way, shape, or form. So, we got them plain. Because I'm fine with pickles. Jay's not a fan of pickles. Whatever. But, Jay, your initial thoughts... On the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Well, the very first bite I took, I knew that we had a winner. And it's hard to describe. Like, Popeye's chicken is very, very good. And if you've ever been there, you've probably had the chicken on the bone. Mm -hmm. This sandwich captures the essence of chicken on the bone in sandwich form, which I've not really tasted before. Yeah. It had the incredible Popeye's crunch. Mm-hmm. which is what separates them from a lot of places. Very true. That crunch is phenomenal. The flavor of the chicken was great. You can tell that Popeye's is a place that specializes in chicken. Mm-hmm. The other thing that for me was a big tiebreaker was the fact that it was a thick patty Yeah, all the way around. There were no like little skinny parts or little edges that you didn't want. Right. They didn't Wendy's it. Right, and Chick-fil-A will do that, too, where you mm-hmm. sometimes take the bread off and, the, and the, the actual chicken filet or whatever you want to call it yeah. is not big enough even for the bun. Right, or, yeah, it, or it'll be like one side is super thick and the other side's not, so for whatever condiment you put on, it's just like a slide. Yes. That's not great. Right. Th- this was a full sandwich, uh, and for three ninety nine, It's a good deal. I mean, that and, is... And the, uh, the brioche bun, too? Yes. Topped it, it off. It was really, as far as fast food drive through style yeah. uh, chicken sandwiches go, I don't think there's a, a challenger. I, I think it's, I think it is head and shoulders better than Wendy's, mm-hmm. head and shoulders better than Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently tried the Burger King spicy, which is pretty good. Okay. I think it's better than that. I think it's better than Culver's. I think this is the new champion. I agree. I, I really do. You know, I have championed the Culver's spicy chicken sandwich on this podcast many a time, and this was so good. The only thing that I'll quibble with is that they have regular chicken and they have spicy chicken. Yeah. So then why for the sandwich does the spice have to come from the mayo and not from the chicken itself? Yeah, they should find a way to make the, and maybe this is coming on the heels of the success of this launch. They need to make that happen. Because that's the only thing I'm missing. So the first sandwich of the two that I had, I just had plain. 
The second one, I put barbecue sauce on it. Yeah, one thing I'd wish I had done was put some Louisiana hot sauce on the second one. I think yeah, that would have been good. That would have knocked it up a notch. And there was some in the prep room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, as soon as I walked in there after we, the show and I saw it, I'm like, just... damn, I should have put that on the sandwich. But I, I'm looking at the, um, there's a Homewood Flossmore Facebook page um, that I'm on. And uh, TJ. You're on Facebook pages that involve Homewood? You? Yeah, I know. Um, so a TJ on the page writes, Popeye's at 9.30 p.m. tonight. This is yesterday. Can I have the chicken tenders? We're all out of tenders. Can I have the boneless wings? We're all out of boneless wings. Can I have the spicy chicken breast sandwich? We don't have any sandwiches right now. So. They were sold out sold of out chicken. Of everything because people are going to Popeye's yeah. to try the sandwich. And when they're finding out the sandwiches are out, they're just ordering everything else on the menu. That's After incredible. we tried the sandwich yesterday, I lost a tweet, but someone sent me a video mm-hmm. of the drive through at the Popeye's by their house. It's like wrapped around the entire parking it, lot. It's wrapped around and there's cars coming both ways. It's absolute chaos. It reminds me of when Krispy Kreme started popping up. Yeah. And it would like come out into the street. Mm-hmm. Look, and, and I got to Mitch and I were actually talking about this this morning. Popeyes hasn't really done a lot to advertise us. They had a commercial, right? Said, "Hey, we have a new chicken sandwich. Try it." The it's viral all social st- media. It, it is all social media, but it's organic, right? People are saying, "Like, I had this, and it's amazing." And then Popeyes jumped on mm-hmm. and started, you know, going at other accounts. Yeah, and stuff. like I'm trying to think of who the first person around here was that I saw a tweet about it. it I think been, it was Evan Moore. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I think it was Evan Moore. Yeah, I'm telling you guys this, and I know we talk about fry the coop all the time, and that's a, that's different. It's hot chicken, and it's also not a chain. Yeah, but and it's as, not fast, and it's not fast food. Right. As far as chain fast food goes, this to me is an unquestioned champion of the fried chicken sandwich. Yeah, this is the one of ones. Yeah, it really is. I was, I was really hoping to not like it that much, just because. <laughs> yeah, no, I because know what you mean. it was, you know, because everybody's saying, "Oh my god, it's the best thing," blah blah blah, and damn, it's good, dude. From the first, you saw me. Oh, I yeah. was able to take a bite before you were. You were in love, and first bite, I said, "Oh boy, we've yep. got a thing here." I ate it on air. It was- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <laughs> that was good, guys. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. 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 It, no, it's so good. If you have not had it yet, good luck getting it soon. Go early. They open but, at 10 a.m. Yeah. Seriously. It's called, it's brunch. Yeah. Just eat earlier. Yeah. And have an early lunch. Yeah. I mean, people eat chicken and waffles, so chicken's part of breakfast. Yeah. And I will say that one of them is probably enough to fill you. Yeah. For a normie. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. When I finished the second one, I'm like, I probably didn't need that second one, but I'm glad I had it. Yes. Yeah, so rave reviews here yeah. on the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And this is a good time to remind people that we do not have a sponsor. We don't no, have. we don't. Popeye's doesn't pay us. No, Nobody pays us to comment on their food or anything like that. Right. It's, so these are just our real opinions. Our real food takes. Yes. We will never lie to you. Right. And also make sure to follow the podcast at I'm Fat Pod. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That helps us out a ton in terms of rankings. All right. So now we have to get to our top five cereals and the one that's kind of healthy that we can tolerate. Yeah, I guess. Should we start? Let's, should we get that one out of the way first? Yeah, go ahead. You can go for you. You do the honors. All right. So the tolerable, healthy cereal that you can go to someone and be like, "Look, look at this cereal that I have in whatever cabinet it is or laying out. Look, I'm healthy. Let me blow for me, the dust off of them. Yeah. <laughs> for me, look, I'm eating kicks. Because it's kid-tested and mother-approved. Yeah. And that was back in the day when you could just say anything about uh, product and right. people believed it. Yeah. Chocolate. It's healthy. 
<laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Kix is a very solid one. I was going to go Grape Nuts, but I know a lot of people just hate it, like they detest it. Mm-hmm. So I'll go Honey Nut Cheerio- Cheerios. Okay. Yeah, that's solid. That's like a top pick for people, regardless of healthy or not. And it's not just a plain Cheerio, which is kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Honey Nut Cheerios are my healthy choice. Okay. But not anywhere close to my top five. All right. Let's go five to one. We normally go, we save the best for last yes. year on this like podcast. Like Vanessa Williams. Yes. My f- number five cereal is Crave. Crave? Yeah. I see Crave with a it's, K, which means it's extreme. Yes. What d- Describe Crave to me. I've never so had it. So it's like the your typical cereal that you would think of, but it's with chocolate in the middle. Oh, okay. So, so it's, is it like an it's O al- with almost, chocolate in it? No, it almost looks like a really mini combo. Oh. But instead of... Oh. Yeah, but instead of obviously pretzel and cheese, it's chocolate and cereal. Mm, that sounds very good. Yeah. So it's one because it's newer. Okay. It's it's definitely not been around for decades like a lot of these. That's my number five. Yeah, I think Crave is really underrated. All right, my number five is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. Or the generic Aldi equivalent. Yes. Which is like... Cinnamon warm bread crackle or something. Yeah, something along those <laughs> lines. Like, yeah, just really solid, delicious. It's also a cereal you can just take the box and snack on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my number five. Which is kind of how I eat cereal anyway. Because a reminder, not I don't put. Guy. Yeah, I have milk in a glass next to my bowl of cereal, not in the bowl of cereal. Gotcha. My number four is Crunch Berries. Very solid pick. It's healthy. Crunch Berry. Well, it's, it's berries. Yeah. Yeah. I have one of those on my list as yeah, well. Yeah, so you get the mix of, of your tree. You don't get quite as much of the death trap of your original Cap'n Crunch to you know slice your mouth open, and the berries are delicious. It just makes sense. Yeah. My number four is Cocoa Puffs, and like you, I'm not a big milk guy, but mm-hmm. when you have Cocoa Puffs, you need milk because then you're left with a bowl sure. of chocolate milk. Yeah. So that's, that's a bonus. All right. My number three was your number five, oh. Cinnamon Toast Crunch or the Aldi equivalent. Okay. Because it's just my one super sugary, don't give a crap and it's such a different taste it's so good and it's not too strong strong's not the right word it's It's not too sugary where it's like hurting your teeth to eat yeah it's not it's it hits the balance of not too sugary but also not going to rip your mouth apart right that's an important balance yeah so that one's right there for me that's wheelhouse okay so i'm up next my number three is tricks cereal mm-hmm. again healthy because it's fruit shaped sure um grew up on that crappy cereal love tricks delicious i don't know what more do i need to say it's tricks. Right. it's great yeah absolutely all right my number two honeycomb good pick uh, i love honeycomb it's a little softer in texture and i'm a sucker for simplicity with my cereal where it's just honey yeah just, just honey does the trick for me i'm good yeah it's easily snackable because once again that that's my style of eating cereal so, yeah, I don't overthink it. Honeycomb is my number two. Now, for non-cereal, uh, sugary cereal fans, they mm-hmm. might say that number two and number three are the same thing. But those that know, know it's not true. My number two is Fruit Loops. Oh, yeah, not the same. They're not the same. No. It's a different texture. Right. It's a different taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got the little flecks of what I just imagine are fruit. That's what I tell myself. Sure. Uh, fruit Loops cereal, delicious. Another one that I like to just take the box and just snack on. Yeah. Don't. Endlessly. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. That can be taken out of context. Yep. Please don't. Um, yeah, trick cereal. Or I'm sorry, Fruit Loops are my number two. All right, my number one, my top cereal, if I get a choice, Golden Grams. Okay, that's a good pick. That, that's like a more, a sturdier Cinnamon mm-hmm. Toast Crunch. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's a little more because it's like got the honey where it just kind of locks everything in. And it's clean to be able to eat with your hands if you want. It doesn't leave any, your hand doesn't have any sugar on it. It's not sticky, anything like that. So have you had the Golden Grams Cocoa Puffs S'more Rice Krispie Treats? Hold, hold on. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to process, say it again. So imagine a Rice Krispie Treat. Okay. But instead of being made of Rice Krispies. Sure. It's made of a mixture of Cocoa Puffs and Golden Grams. Oh. So it's marshmallow, Cocoa Puffs, and Golden Grams. Yeah, I'm here for that. Chicago Bagel Authority, right okay. off the uh, Belmont stop. Mm-hmm. You literally walk off the Belmont stop and walk into Chicago Bagel Authority. They have them on the counter. They're absolutely amazing. Ooh. Yeah. You, I mean, I'm telling okay. you, man. I mean, it's, wow. such a good, and it's such a brilliant idea. Yes. Because it's the s'mores taste. Yeah. And it's just perfect. All right. What's your number uh, one? My number one is Cookie Crisp because it's literally a bowl of cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, who, who can turn that down? That's true. I mean, what do you want for breakfast? I don't know. A bowl of small cookies? Great. Yeah. Okay. It's healthy because it's in a cereal box. Sure. Yeah. You know, you have to open up the packaging and all that stuff. And yeah, that, that counts. All right, and we want to know yours. What are your favorite cereals? And also critique our lists, because why not? That's what we're here for. We want to have the fat discussions. Whether you're a fat or a normie, we want to know. At I'm Fat Pod, at Jay Zawoski 670, at Rick Camp 670. Wait, I think this is like the quickest we've ever gotten to ask a fat question. Wait a minute. Huh? I forgot to tell you this. Okay. We, I just, the thought of cookies just reminded me. Sunday. Yes. was Kids Day. We had to do it once a year before Addie goes back to school. Okay. We say, whatever you want to do, we'll say yes. Oh. As long as it costs under $100. Fair. And is less than a three-hour drive. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So that's her a really choice, good idea. Yeah. So her choice was to, her friend was going to see Hamilton. So we met them downtown, had broken English mm-hmm. right, out, right outside here, delicious. Really then went to the American Girl store. She got her doll's hair done. Then That's she went, a whole different experience, yeah. man. That cool. place, that place, yeah, like you appreciate it for what it is and for who it's targeting. But as a guy going in there, man, I just, it's I'm just daunting. like, I, I just don't want. I, I, you know, as a fat, you always feel like a median a lot of times when you're on walkways. But you can tell girls and women are just thinking at a higher speed than us. <laughs> yes. So I'm just like, man, I, I just want to stay out of their way. Yeah, like, that's like, do, what I you, do. do your thing, enjoy yourself, but I just need to stay the hell out of the way. So then after that, we went, uh, the Aaron Waters show was about to wrap up, which meant the Blue Angels were coming. Cool. And when you walk out of the American Girl Store, you can go right to Michigan Avenue, right there on the beach, um, which is whatever beach that is, Oak Street Beach, Yeah, right there. So that's over. She wants to go to Stan's Donuts. I'm like, okay. great, let's yeah. go. But I was feeling like we've been outside. I was hot. One of a shake. They had. Shakes are good. A cookie butter milkshake. Cookie butter. Cookie butter. So uh, the brand is Biscoff. Mm -hmm. And I think the Trader Joe's version is like Speculoose or something like that. (laughs) It sounds like it would be. Literally like peanut butter texture. Okay. But like tastes like a cookie and it's got like a sugary crunch, like a grainy sugary crunch. Okay. So that with vanilla ice cream blended up. And then they put, much like Potbelly will put a little cookie on the straw. Yeah. Stan's Donuts puts a donut on the straw. A little, a small donut, but like a donut-sized donut on the straw. So That's really good. That's the first thing I do is I take down the old, little tiny old-fashioned. Yeah. I take the first sip of this milkshake. Yeah. And I heard the voice of God. It was just the most incredible. I could feel my blood sugar rising as I drank it. 
I only drank half of it because I knew it would probably kill me if I finished it. It was isn't that what it is? Blood sugar rising. Uh, yes, that was it. That's CCR. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, the best milkshake I've ever had. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I'll be honest. I I love a good milkshake. I just haven't gotten many lately at all. Have you ever had a caramel milkshake? Caramel is it just like vanilla? caramel. Yeah, yeah. just vanilla I never and caramel. Had one. Yeah, I never had one. Addie ordered I one I have. Like, on a whim from our DQ. Yeah, that was also amazing. Huh? I never even knew that was a thing. I yeah. didn't either. I mean, it makes sense, yeah. obviously. Well, because but... DQ has chocolate milkshakes, and sure. they also have hot fudge milkshakes. Yeah, that's oh yeah, that's true. It's different. Yeah. It's a different taste. But huh? You got to go. Stan's Donuts. Cookie butter milkshake, you're welcome. Okay. Well, it's not like there's a Stan's Donuts like right around, right. what, a block from here? It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's really too bad. Oh, man. Oh, well. All right. Before we get to our Ask a Fact questions, we have to send a thank you. Yes. To our guy, our co-worker, who is also a listener of the podcast, Russ Matera, who is the local big voice guy for 670 The Score. Mm-hmm. So he, as inspiration from listening to the podcast, came up with this intro. For Ask a Fat questions. Ask a Fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. I love Russ. Russ is the best. That's amazing. It's perfect. It's like pitch perfect for what we do. So thank you to Russ Matera for putting that together. All right. First Ask a Fat question that I have comes from Matt. What is your fast food item, spirit animal? <laughs> So, like, last week we did our actual fat spirit animal. This is our fast food item spirit animal. Beef and sausage combo. Okay. Soft on the outside, firm on the inside. Interesting. (laughs) I like it. Oh, it's got a lot of flavor, some complexity to it. Yeah. It seems more simple than it is. There it is. Wow, that was, like, really good for off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the cheese curd from Culver's. A little squeaky. Yeah, a little squeaky at times. (laughs) You know, sometimes needs the right dipping sauce. Yeah. But, you know, overall, well thought of. You know what I like about the, the uh, Culver's cheese curd, too, huh. is that sometimes it's the yellow cheddar and sometimes it's a white cheddar and you don't yeah. know what you're going to get. Yeah. I like that. I do, too. I don't mind that at all. Some people are really particular, but I actually like that a lot. All right. I like that. I want to hear some of our listeners' uh, spirit animal uh, food Items, fast, by yeah, the way. fast food item, spirit animal. I love That's that. really good. At I'm Fat Pod, <laughs> at Jay Zawoski 670, at Rick Camp 670. Hashtag I'm a fat. I'm really happy with my pick of beef and sausage. Yeah, I was combo, like, wow, that's really good. <laughs> I like I wrote the question down a couple hours ago and forgot to think about it. Yeah, I like that one. Okay. All right, I'm proud of myself. What's on that. yours? All right, we have uh, from Ryan Fahey, our guy. What are our three favorite varieties of French fry? So, like, okay. waffle cut, crinkle sure. cut. I feel like we've done something similar to this before. Probably. But I think if I'm just saying, like, in general, mm-hmm. I would so I would say my top three would be curly. Yes. Because curly fries are great when you have the curls, but then there's so many crumbs. Yeah, the crumbs are so underrated. They're underrated, but it's, sometimes it's annoying. Like, man, I want the big meatiness of the curly cue. That's true. So sometimes once you finish all those, which, of course, I do, and there's a table right. order, I'm like, Cute, mm-hmm. cute, cute. Give them all to me. Seconds, like just a standard straight cut, like yeah. a McDonald's style fry. Mm-hmm. And then my number one is crinkle cut, like Portillo's and like a lot of hot dog joints around town. I love yeah. the crinkle cut fry. That's my favorite. Okay. So, in no particular order for the three, I love the waffle fry. 
Waffle fries are great. Sometimes they lack flavor. You need just a little bit of crisp. Sometimes yeah. they can, they can be kind of similar to the curly fry. They can be a little a little limp. They don't times. travel well. Right. Yeah. You need to eat those right away. Uh, the what is it? The I don't want to say natural cut, but like where there's still a little skin on there and yeah. that kind of thing. Those are great. Natural cut's the right word. Is that? Yeah, I would think so. Okay. Yeah. So natural cut waffle, and I'm going crinkle. Yeah. Just because. When someone decides to, when some restaurant decides to go with the crinkle, you know that it's a straightforward process. You know what you're getting. And it's going to be crispy and hot and delicious. Yeah, low variance. Yeah. Sometimes just low variance, I think, is really and good. And good to scoop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got the, the, the bumps on it, so it picks up the condiment very well. Yeah. Our guy, uh, the Ginger King, uh, Gingenberger, from, if you're a Madhouse podcast listener, hates crinkle cut. I don't know. As a fact, I don't what? understand how you can just... He just is like, yeah, he just does not like them. Very, very strange. That's really weird. He's from Indiana. What are you going to do? That's true. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. So my next one comes from Kenny, who wants to know, you know, we've thrown out a lot of fat hacks over the time. Yeah. But a lot of them were early in the podcast. So I think that's a fair criticism. We haven't put enough out lately. Do you have any newer fat hacks? (laughs) Yes. And I am uh, somewhat ashamed to admit this. Um, well, that means it'll be good. But if you're a uh, if you're a decision maker at Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm going to ask you to, to turn down the radio for the next 30 <laughs> seconds or so so my trick does not go away. As you fat people know, Buffalo Wild Wings offers blazing rewards mm-hmm. where if you go there often enough and you compile points, you get some free menu items. Well, I live very close to a B-dubs, and I find myself with some spare time off the train, or I'm in the area making a, running an errand. I make sure to drive right up next to the door and check in on the app so I get 10 extra rewards points. That's awesome. So if I get 30 or 40 a week <laughs> of bonus check-in points... It adds up over time. Now, have have you ever made a trip out just to get the 10 points? No. Good. I've not. <laughs> I, th- I think I, as much as I am committed, com, you know, committed to the cause, that would be a little extreme. But I have gone maybe like at least a quarter mile or half mile out of my way. Okay. Like, well, it's right there. I might as yeah. well go get the 10 points, sure. right? I've now, made a trip out of my way to do it. you have to be in the parking lot, or can you, like, be driving past it? I have not tested how close you have to be. Okay. But I, the parking lot is very accessible, mm-hmm. so I just go right there and then move on, and it works very well. I do have a B-dubs by me that, more often than not, is on my way home. There you go. So... I might have to adopt that myself. Give it a try. See how fast you can drive by with and still get yeah, points. Yeah, right? See if I can actually stay on the road with that, too. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. I'm trying to think if I have any recently. Yeah, you haven't told me about any. I haven't. I haven't, really, because it's all different now, because I'm still figuring out all my places that I have by me. You know, one thing I have had to do is figure out new dumping spots. For the garbage. Yeah, find the gas stations, find the dumpsters in the area. Exactly. I have had to do that now living in Lombard, moving from Geneva. So that's been a bit. I've been trying to get back to my normal level of play. Yeah. Before I'm trying to do too much else. Sure. So. Have you ever uh, ditched your uh, evidence in a residential garbage can on the curb on a garbage night? I I have not. (laughs) I have done that. See, I have, if there's like a pizza box in the garbage. I will remove the pizza box, put whatever bag I had in, and then place the pizza box on top so that it's covered. See, I don't have anywhere where I can just go and get a pizza, like for the ride home or whatever. Oh, I, I need that. I need that. Did I tell you, by the way, 
I may have mentioned this. A couple weeks ago, I had a Domino's pan pizza. Did I mention this? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast, it but I know good. you mentioned it to me. I had it at my niece's pool party. I'm like, all right, you know, Domino's, they got to get like 50 pizzas and they're sure. like five bucks each or whatever. Yeah. The pan pizza Domino's, really solid. That's in- that's interesting. Yeah. It's like the, the Little Caesars model. I was a fan. I very I legitimately enjoyed it. Like, I would okay. seek this out again. It was wow. good. Yeah. I'm going to have to give that a spin at some point. All right. Next question. Or no, you got the next question. Yes. Uh, this is from Ray. She says, settle an argument for me. While I was enjoying the new Mega Stuff Oreos, my husband claimed that there was too much stuff. <laughs> I say that can't be true. What says a fat? I mean. I mean. No. She's definitely not wrong. No, you're not wrong, Ray. Ridiculous. Too, too much there's stuff. There's no such thing as too much. Hope believes this too. My wife believes this too. Uh, it's ridiculous. And now her husband chimes in. This is true. I needed more chocolate crunch, less mushy sugar. Wrong. 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 The more sugar, the better. Uh, so much so that I will take a double stuff or a triple stuff even. Okay. Take one chocolate off and then place yes. it together. The more, the better. And these new mega uh, mega stuff is like yeah. the new crazy one, right? With one F. To me, that's just enough. Yeah. I think that's the higher end of perfect. I think when we taste tested those the first time, it was right when we were getting started on this. Yes. Didn't we say it was like a double stuff plus, like a little more than a double stuff was probably the ratio of the mm-hmm. stuff and the mega stuff? No, it was it was more than that. Yeah, so I'm saying I like say, a double stuff plus. Well, I'm saying I think it was like two double stuffs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, the mega stuff's gigantic. It might, be, it might be three double stuffs. Well, there's only one way to find out. We might just have to. Yeah, we have to get Hold some. on. We got to see if Mitch is walking around here to, research, to buy Mitch. us more food. Yeah. yeah. And I, what I do remember about that, though, is that in the mega stuff, the stuff mm-hmm. was like softer, right? Yes. It didn't have the. the Correct. The. Uh, Consist- the th- yeah, the consi- th- like thickness of it. Sure. Almost like a fondant. Like we talked about with your cupcake you're eating. Yes. Um, that sort of a sugary thickness to it. Yeah. This stuff and the mega stuff did not have that. I didn't think. Right. Okay. Next question comes from Zach, who wants to know the top three sit-down restaurant chains. Okay. So sit-down restaurant, we're going to say we qualified this before the show as a chain restaurant with mm-hmm. servers. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Now... Now, how high class is too high class for this? I would say the, like, cutoff would be, like, an Outback. Okay. Right? Like, so that anything, would be probably as high so, as you would go. Because, okay, like, so, Wildfire. Oh, no, no. That's totally yeah. different. Okay. So, like, Outback is cool, but, like, Texas Roadhouse? Yeah, that would work. Okay. I think they're in, like, the same category. Longhorn. Yeah. Similar category. Okay. All right. I'm going to go, number three, I'm going to go Red Robin. Yeah, Red Robin's pretty damn good. Decent burgers, mm-hmm. unlimited fries. I love that fry seasoning. Give me Red Robin as my number three. That's that's a really good option. I think I even I think I actually agree. Okay, I even uh, agree on that because I was debating. I have two steakhouses or roadhouses or whatever on my uh, like in in contention, but it's like one of them I I would go to more often just because of a location and b also just like price range usually. Yeah. So yeah, so I'll go Red Robin number three. All right. Uh- Texas Roadhouse, by the way, are we are these still airing on the stream when we I have, have no games? idea. My wife and I have a name for that place. It's called Willie Nelson's Crapper Pants Ranch <laughs> because that is the closest I've ever come to crapping my pants in front of my wife. <laughs> and if you're not into these stories, oh, don't worry. No. It didn't actually happen. We went out to dinner. My wife and I went with Russ. Actually, it was with Russ. Okay. And his ex-wife. Yeah. 
We went to dinner at Texas Roadhouse in Orland. This is when we were, li- this is, I'm sorry, in Tinley. This is when we were living in Bridgeport. I'm thinking about the rolls. So I had delicious Texas Roadhouse. And the then rolls like, are so good. Left, and I'm like, I could probably go, but I'll be all right. I'll get home. Yeah. Then we had like a 10-minute conversation in the parking lot. I'm like, mm, yeah. I'll be all right. So we hit the road. In like 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is yep. a problem. And yep. this is right before Hope and I got engaged. And literally, for Bridgeport, we would get off on uh, 55 at Ashland, Okay, go south, yeah. and then we were like three blocks east of that. And I said to myself, if I just let it go, yeah, will Hope stay with me? That's a fair question. I had to weigh it. Like, if this was to happen right now, <laughs> if I just gave in yeah. to what's about to happen, would she leave me? Fortunately, oh, I got home and made it. Yeah. Very, very barely. Okay. I think I was done was like, by the time I was on the seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yep. Yeah. So now I, Willie Nelson's Crap Your, Crap Your Pants Ranch, AKA Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> it was very good. I liked it. Oh, I just, I, I just, I'm still I get, thinking about the rolls. Yeah. The I gambled and lost. I, I thought I could make it home. And I, I wow. guess you I was. Technically won. I won, technically. It I was over time. But oh my god, I was in agony and what, sweating. When's the last time you actually did? I have not. Neither have I. I've and never I, as I an almost adult. Fe- I almost feel weird because so many people have stories about it that are like understandable too. Yeah. It's not even just like you look down on them. It's like I, okay, I get it. Yeah, it happens. Uh, I've ne- it's never happened. Wow. I know. I've never even had the the oh that was not a toot that was more. Yeah. I've never had that either. Oh, see, I I've had that where you get like just a taste. Yeah, and you're like, (laughs) (laughs) what is that poor phrasing or something? Oh my god, (laughs) that is the worst phrasing ever. (laughs) But we we all know what you mean. Anyway, your number two sit down Uh, restaurant for me. Perfect timing. Uh, I had it last week. (laughs) Chili's. Yeah. Big fan of Chili's, and I know it's all like pre cooked and bagged and frozen, but it always tastes good. And it's a good value. You do the uh, the drink, the mm-hmm. app, and the entree for ten bucks. Yeah. So I got the it's living a big diet coke with uh, diet coke, of course, because I'm on a diet. Right. Enchilada soup, which okay. is fantastic at Chili's, huh. and the chicken crispers, and that comes with fries and a corn cob. It's a good value for ten bucks. It is. Yeah, I like Chili's. Chili's you know what's really good. good from there? The Cajun chicken pasta. I never order pasta. I almost never do, but I try. I don't know why I did. I think it was when two for twenty started. Okay, and it was on there, and I was like, "Yeah, what the hell? Let's give it a whirl." Yeah, really good. All right, really good. What's your number two? Fine. <laughs> uh, I like getting a taste of Outback. Okay, because it's not just the hunks of meat; it's also the onion, not just the blooming onion that everybody thinks of. The onion petals are great value. Yeah, those are good. It's half the price. Of the blooming onion, and you get it was enough for Colleen and myself. That's and then, a lot. And then with the uh, with the steaks as well, it was like just the perfect balance, like in terms of quantity. Okay, see, I, I almost never go to steakhouses because Hope just doesn't eat beef at all, oh, so sucks. I never go. So that really, sucks. I'm sure it would be on my list, but it's not. Um, number one for me is B Dubs. Oh yeah, I love it. They have waitresses that qualifies. That's my favorite sit down. Oh chain. yeah, I totally forgot about B Dubs. Yeah, sorry. B-dubs can replace Red Robin for me, or maybe that's like a tie for third or something. But uh, I, I, for me, Chili's. Chili's yeah. number one. I will say B-dubs, there's a large variance from location to location. That is true. So specific B-dubs. Um, the Homewood one, not so great. 
but the Tinley one is really good, and of course, Bourbon A, the best one on the planet. Yes. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, the, uh, what do I get? The chicken bacon ranch quesadilla sands the ranch plus the salsa. Okay. That's what I get. Good order. More often than not from uh, from Chili's. All right. My, uh, my question or yours? Yours. Okay. This is from Bob. He says, with the football season right around the corner, what is your best advice for snacks to eat while watching Red Zone Channel for seven hours straight? If you can swing pigs in a blanket, you swing pigs in a blanket. It's just the best because you get, especially if you do it with like croissant or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You get the croissant, you get hot dog, and if you if it's like the little ones too, then you can also easily dip. I mean, for me, that's my number one like watching an event food. Problem like, for me with those is I can have like a thousand of them, yeah, and never feel full. Even like full size hot dog ones. Where's the problem? I, I just I don't want to die at like forty three, and I'm forty one already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's computing for Rick. <laughs> no. Uh, for me, uh, very good answer by you, by the way. Those are phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, like synonymous with fall. Like those and chili. Yeah. My mom does it every Halloween. Man, my mom would make pigs in a blanket chili. and chili. Yep. Chili, like for me, and I'm I'm weird because I'm with the texture thing, not the biggest fan of beans in my chili, but like I will just load it, you know, with the you know, the little uh uh elbow macaroni mm-hmm. and bunch of saltine crackers like just roll through an entire sleeve of premiums and just load that up a couple bowls of that that's living that's so good and that's like i don't want summer to end um and i know summer doesn't really end anymore until october right but i i am looking forward to the comfort foods of fall and football for me the key is a dip a good dip you need a um man a good a good like like queso or a chili dip or queso for me it's buffalo chicken dip okay that to me is is killer um, you can do it with tortilla chips. I mm-hmm. recommend uh, the Ranchero because they're sturdy enough to handle okay. the weight of a uh, thick buffalo chicken dip. Or Fritos scoops. Yeah, Fritos. Really good. Yes, they are. Like logistically and also just taste wise. Some really sort good. of some sort of sorry to interrupt you. Some no, sort of good. meat dip. Yeah. Not chips and salsa. Sure. It's not enough. Right. You need some sort of meaty dip that takes some work and it can make yeah. you full. Yeah. Do my uh, my buddy Dave Scholes, who's one of my best friends. His family makes just a really, really good chili dip, and it's always been a staple of any parties that we end up at. Do you know, oh, I, this is my exception on sour cream. Do you okay. do the taco dip, where it's the sour yeah. cream on the bottom, yes. the chili in the middle, and the yes. cheese on top? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's another go-to. Yeah, that's very good. Okay. Outside of just, yeah, you know, like the basics of just regular chips and all, and all that jazz. When you really want to go next level and become I'm fat level snacking. Yeah. Those are the types of things you go for. Right. Okay. Let's see. This is from Justin. Do you use the handicap stall because it has a bigger toilet? I am Catholic. And it's <laughs> a great way to start. <laughs> and as such, I have guilt about everything. Yes. So I try not to use a handicap stall unless I have been to Willie Nelson's Crap Your Pants Ranch. <laughs> and then I will find the nearest thing available. Yep. Uh, but if the other stall is available, I will opt for that. I've also gotten quite good at detecting which stalls are the least used. Yeah. Because no one ever takes the first stall. No. That's going to be the cleanest. Right. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. So you walk into Target or wherever, somewhere with like three or four stalls. Right. You walk into the first one, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that's not been used in good two, three hours. Except for here. 
Oh, yeah, well, because we only have two. Yeah, we only have two. And that's been brutalized for hours upon hours. (laughs) (laughs) The worst is when you sit down and it's still warm. (laughs) Oh, God. Even though nobody's been in there for a couple minutes. Why is it? Are these seats heated? Nope, that's butt warm. Sorry, right. we're all family, right? Yeah, pretty kind of. It's only going to get worse now that we're all consolidating to a oh, floor. Oh, I know. Now. Maybe it's it'll be cleaned really more bad. often, though. No. No, probably not. No. It costs money. All right, I got one for Mary, and this is a follow-up to Bob's question about football snacks. And so there's a little bit of a story here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell the story, then I'll get to Mary's question. Mary has a question for us, and then Bob says to Mary, you don't appear to be a fat, but your knowledge of football snacks is very impressive. And I had to point out to Bob that we say this often. Fat is more of a mindset yes. than a body type. Right. Mary is not fat at all, but Mary, every week, comes with a great suggestion and question. And for that, we thank her. Yes. So her question is, why don't we have baseball game snacks? Like, we have, we plan our meals mm-hmm. for football games. Like, oh, True. bears are on. I'm going to have baby CDE. Why don't we do the same for baseball? It's every day. And? Yeah, but it's, I don't know. Baseball, how many times are you really sitting there watching <laughs> the every single pitch of a baseball game? Well, if you're Dan Bernstein, never. Um, if you, <laughs> but you want to have pigs in a blanket 162 times a year? <laughs> I actually listened to an entire baseball game. <laughs> it was fascinating. They were calling balls and strikes and everything. Right. Oh, God. Anyway, Mary goes on with her favorite <laughs> football snacks. Buffalo chicken dip, spinach dip. Oh, look, there went the bus. In the freaking Hawaiian bread bowl business, she calls it sticky and spicy wings, also wavy lays and French onion dip, but only Dean's. The other ones are crap. Dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. Mary is. It's impressive. She's she's quite impressive. I would be worried for myself if I actually learned how to cook at any point in time. <laughs> Yeah. Because if I, and I'm not even saying well, but just like able to do rudimentary things. Just watch Shane's Instagram if you can not want to hang yourself after five minutes of it. Okay, so don't? Yeah, don't. Okay, so I won't. Okay, we got time for one more piece. All right. Simple question from John. Booth or table? It depends on the venue. Mm-hmm. There's some places, and I've noticed this very much at Taco Bell's, where the seat and the table are permanently... Like secured, like you can't push the chairs out or Why the tables out. Why are you eating out? in at Taco Bell? I don't know. I don't want to wait. But I think you get the food just as fast in the drive-thru. Taco Bell is the worst food logistically to eat while driving. Because your cart is filled with true. lettuce and cheese. Yeah, that cheesy gordita crunch <laughs> is a kind of a rough go when you're driving. Not to say I haven't figured out a way. I will say by default, booth. Me too. Yeah. But if, if it's, a, it's a place that doesn't have, if I don't have the option to push out a little bit, that right. can be a problem. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then I'll go table. But yeah, more often than not, if everything else is the same, I'm going booth. This goes, I think, not, not to speak for Rick, but psychologically, this goes back to my shame about eating. Yeah. I don't want to have to pull down my shirt a million times where it's like if I'm at a table and there's like a hole in the back of it with just the style of the chair and I don't want to be pulling down my damn shirt the yeah. entire time. I feel like I'm hiding when I'm in a booth. Right. Yeah, and the judging eyes of society are not on me. Yeah. All right, uh, last question for me comes from Laquita. She says, is it more impressive to make snacks from scratch or to purchase pre-made delicious snacks that are readily available and visually appealing? So she's saying, like, if you're assigned at a party Mm -hmm. with chocolate chip cookies, would you rather have someone try to make their own at home or just go to Jewel and get the ones you know are awesome? Huh. So higher or lower variance. Right. I mean, I guess I never really think about it. Once it's on the table, 
If it's <laughs> great, if it's, it's from. right, if it's good, it's good. Like, if you don't trust yourself to, like, if you think, ideally, sure, I would like to make whatever it is. But if I don't trust myself to do it, then I would just go get one that I know for sure yeah. will please. And then I'll probably keep testing it either if it's a recipe thing or a cook time thing or, you know, whatever whatever you, the variable is that makes you unsure of your ability to make it as well. I'll keep testing it. And then once I feel like I'm at an acceptable place where I can get some consistency, that's when I'll make it for others. See, I'm with you on the typically I'd rather have homemade with one exception, mm-hmm. cake. Yeah, Whenever I see, like, oh, I made a cake, I'm always like, eh, mm-hmm. is this going to be as good as a bakery? Right. Or as good as a probably not? Yeah. Right? So that's, that's usually the one exception. But even, like, a failed batch of Toll House cookies yeah. is still going to be pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. The only other thing can be sometimes you don't have marshmallowy enough Rice Krispie treats. That's true. And the store-bought Rice Krispie treats are perfectly ratioed. Yes. Um, but I appreciate the effort on those. Absolutely. So um, that would be my one real one would be cake i want store-bought cake because i know it's done there's no corners cut they probably used lard they mm-hmm. use all the things to make it as uh, amazing as it should be we want your thoughts on everything we talked about today as we always do we, we got to have the twitter conversations and any social media conversations in between the actual episodes of the podcast so follow the podcast on twitter at i'm fat pod jay is at jay zawoski 670 I'm at RickCamp670, and make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Doing all those things helps us out immensely. It's the biggest thing you can do to help us out. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Thanks again to Russ Matera for, um, you know, for the awesome production piece. And remember, like Rick and I always say, uh, fat is not a body type, it's a mindset. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough, and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the Pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.